Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Distraction of Canaanites. Say the distractions of Canaanites. Distractions of the Canaanite. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I want you to note this. Keep it somewhere in there that you are not serving God to be blessed. Okay? Yes, sir. You are not doing anything. You are not serving God to be blessed. You are not going to church to be blessed. Yes, you are not working in the house of God to be blessed. Yes. You are not doing any of those things. I want you to get that one before we begin to destroy Canaanite. Yes. <laughs> Don't ever keep that in your mind. Yes, sir. We are not doing any of these things to be blessed. We are blessed. That's why we are doing what we are doing. We are blessed. That's why we are serving. We are blessed to do the things we are doing. We are not doing to be blessed. The reason why a lot of people give up in church is because they think they, are, they have served so much, they, don't, they are not blessed. That's why they won't go to church again. But that is not why we do what we do. In 1 Timothy 1.11, the Bible says that through the glorious gospel that we preach, he said, according to the gospel of the glory of the blessed God, which was communicated to my trust. This is Paul talking to Timothy. He said, Timothy, according to the gospel of the glory of the blessed God, according to the gospel of the glory of the blessed God, in other words, according to the glorious gospel, he's saying that the gospel is so glorious and it, it is the gospel of the blessed God. Now, in the Greek, the word blessed is the word makarios which means happy which means what happy 
So what it actually means is that according to the gospel of the glory of the happy God. According to the gospel of, glo- of the glory of the happy God. Of the happy God. Which means that God is happy about the glorious gospel. What is God happy about? What is it with the glorious gospel? Hmm. Say the happy God. Say the happy God. God is happy about something. <laughs> what is he happy about? He's happy about the glory of the gospel. He's happy about the glorious gospel. What is the glorious gospel? The glorious gospel is the finished work of Christ. God is happy about the fact that Jesus satisfied every requirement of the father he endured he satisfied the requirement every anger every wrath oh jesus for our sakes he endured it i want you to get that before i continue that's what i'm saying that we don't serve god to be blessed once you begin to think and there are a lot of christians who think this way so the reason why they give up serving God is because they think they have served God for a long time and they have not been blessed. That alone is walking under the law. I'll get to that one. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am not serving to be blessed. I am not serving to be blessed. I am blessed to serve. I am blessed to serve. I am serving because I'm blessed. I am a blessed man. Say, I'm the righteous. And there is a blessing upon my head. Do you remember we, we learned this in Proverbs? Yes, sir. There is a blessing upon the head of the righteous. So we do what we do. Don't carry your Bible and run to church because you are going to be blessed. Don't join a department because you are going to be blessed. No, sir. That's not why, why we... That's the law. And yesterday I was talking to you about the law. You do what you are doing because you are blessed. And you are in line and in sync with the happy God. Can you see that? Yeah. Oh, according to the gospel of the glory of the blessed God. According to the gospel. Gospel. Of the glory. In other words, according to the grace. Of who? The, the happy God. The Macarius God. You know, what the, you know where the word God came from? The word God came from the word good. Highest good. <laughs> he is the highest good God. <laughs> Can you see that? Oh, God is good. And his goodness is of the highest form. Not the goodness of man. No, sir. The highest, the inimitable goodness of God. Hmm? So Paul says that according to the gospel of the glory of the happy God, there's something that makes God happy. That is not your offering. 
It's not your playing the keyboard. It's not the drums. It's not, it's not your singing. It's not. It's okay. But that's not what makes him happy. There's something that makes God happy. Tonight, listen to me carefully. What makes God happy is the glorious gospel. What is the glorious gospel? What is the glorious gospel? It is the finished work of Christ through which men are saved and come to the place of blessedness where they take and receive the righteousness of God. You know, the, the word righteousness is the embodiment of all blessings. Okay? Righteousness is not different from blessing. Righteousness is the embodiment of all blessings and miracles. That's what righteousness actually means. It's not a miracle. It's not a blessing to actually stand in the place where Christ stands. What blessings do you need again? What favor do you need again? Can you see this? Yes, sir. So you must stay in the place or you must stay with the finished work. Because that's what makes God happy. If you want to make God happy, it's not, it's not money you give. No. If you want to make God happy, because he's happy already. Because anytime he looks at his son, Jesus satisfied the requirement. He fulfilled the requirement. This is what makes God happy. Now, when God sees you, he's happy because you are an evidence of the finished work. <laughs> Say, I am the evidence of God's finished work. Now, if this is true, it means that if this is true, then... <laughs> What is happening is that God sees something that you don't see. For God to be happy, he's seeing something every day that makes him so happy. And that is what you must be seeing. Not what the devil is doing. See what God is doing, not what the devil is doing. In fact, let me put it this way. See what God is seeing, not what the devil is doing. I'll say that again. See what, what God is seeing. What is God seeing? The finished work. He's seen Christ and he's seen the finished work. He's seen the completion of all things. He's seen the completion of all blessings, all favor. He's seen the completion of everything. Not what the devil is doing. Because seeing the devil by himself is a defeated foe. And as part of the gospel, he was defeated. What do I, what do I mean? Or what do I mean? The Bible says that Jesus came in first, um, go to verse 9. Look at it. Who had saved us? Hmm. Who had what? Saved us. Who had saved us? I want you to get these things into yourself. Who had saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works. <laughs> not according to our works. I want you to remember this. But according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. In verse 10, he says, 
but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has what? Abolished death. He has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through what? The gospel. So through the glorious gospel, death has been abolished. Immortality has been brought to life. Ah, there is something that makes God happy. You are not getting it. There is something that makes God happy. That death has been abolished. Immortality has been brought to light. The life of God has been brought to light. And all these things were done through the finished work of Christ. Look, this is what God sees every day. And that should be the same thing you see every day. You don't see this, you will enter into the law. And you will struggle. If you don't see this every day, I'm telling you. That's how I can't be. I'm telling you. There are some people who are t- tired of going to church. Ask them why. Ask me why. Because they've not been blessed for the past 10 years. Because they've not been blessed for the past 20 years. So you see, they are seeing something different. And do you know why they are behaving like that? Because they think they have saved. And they are not earning anything. That's law. And they will never see anything. Their service is not based on Christ. So you see, they are not seeing what the happy God is seeing. So God is seeing something. Is that what you see every day of your life? When you wake up, is that what you see? What you see must be what God is seeing that makes him happy. And where is that one? It is through the gospel. And he calls it the glorious gospel. I'm going to show you soon that a lot of Christians are struggling and they are drained because they are under the law. And later I'm going to show you that it is better to fall into sin than to fall under the law. Oh, look, through the gospel. So we see God is happy. God is sitting up there right now or he's inside you right now and something is making him happy. Not because of the cars you get. Because those things came about by the gospel. What is it about the gospel? Jesus finished it. If your foundation for Christianity is not because Jesus finished it, and all you are and all you have is because Jesus finished it. Then you are not seeing what God is seeing. Then you will not enjoy this life. I'll share more with you. What is God seeing? God is seeing that his inflexible justice is now on your side. I explained to you what is inflexible justice. God is a just God. He doesn't, his, his justice is not flexible. If you are guilty, you are punished. But today, once upon a time, his inflexible justice was against us. But through the gospel, through the finished work of Christ, his inflexible justice, his justice that is not flexible, God do not make it flexible for you. Because of who you are. It was, it was paid for. And because of that one, 
Now, his inflexible justice is for you. So, therefore, he says, there is therefore now no condemnation. If you have a condom, check the word now and tell me what it is. You know that the word no actually stands for is u. U in the Greek, huh? Is that correct? Yes. But when you look here, it's not u, it's udis. Is it udis? Oh, there's therefore now no. No. You see udis, O-U-D-E-I-S. Is that correct? It's a compound word, which means u and, and this. Do you know what it means? This means one. So he said, there is therefore now not even one condemnation. There is therefore now not one, not one condemnation. Not, this is what will make God happy. Through the glorious gospel, God is happy. Because when he sees you, haha, you are the evidence that he is righteous. You are the evidence of the finished work of Christ. Yeah. And he says, there's not even one. Not one. <laughs> not one condemnation against you. Why? His inflexible justice is now for me, not against me. Can you live every day seeing life like this? This is different from when you go to Romans chapter 4, verse 6, where he says that, you know, as it was said by David, that the blessedness of God will not impute. And use the word no, which is ume, not not. That u is ou, which means um, strong future negative. Okay? Strong future negative. And and it is in the, what we call, in the Greek, we call it the perfect tense. Which means it is once and cannot be changed. Perfect tense means that the thing is not temporal. It is, it is, it is, it is permanent. It cannot be changed. You see? Uh-huh. It's a blessed man whom the Lord will not, not, not impute sin. Okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. So that's the difference. Concentrate on what makes God happy. Not this one. That's what a lot of parents do. You worry so much about your children. Do you know who takes care of them? Has your child ever fallen from the bed and hit the floor? And you go there, nothing has happened to them before. If that has not happened to you, you will not know that children, God has his eyes on them. You worry too much. Hey, my child, and what the, and their future, and the, the. focus on the glorious gospel. When you focus on what made God happy, you realize that everything aligns. Your problem is that you are focusing on other things. You are seeing what God is not seeing. That's what I'm telling you. See what God sees, not what the devil is doing. That has been the problem with the church. The problem with believers is that we are always seeing what the devil is doing. You are not looking at the value and the victory. You are looking at the devil. You do you know what the Bible says that? Says, it says that death has been abolished. 
death has been abolished satan has no power he's been dealt with by by jesus and it's part of the glorious gospel are you with me And the, one of the things God sees is that he's just and he's a justifier. And he has justified you. He's just and a justifier. And what has he done? He has justified me. I'm coming to explain all these things to you. See, you didn't need you, from where you, you used to stand you have no business receiving God's justification. You, did, you didn't merit it. That's why we are about to destroy Canaanite. And one of the reasons why God is happy, or is a happy God, because of the glorious gospel, is because you now deserve you. You deserve all that Christ deserves. Say, I deserve all Christ deserves. And I have all Christ has. And I have all Christ Say it. Say, I have everything Christ has. I have everything Christ has. Though I didn't merit it. Do you know why you give up? Because you think you have done so much and you are not seeing result. That's the life of merit. That's the life of merit. That's how you can open your... Say, Lord, Jesus, I've done everything. I've done everything, Lord. Has the Lord passed me by? You know what you are seeing? You are not seeing what God is seeing. You are seeing something else. I pray by the Holy Ghost tonight that there will be a clear understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ to your heart. And that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to catch this thing to live the new life by the spirit and not live under the law by ignorance and suffer the consequence of the law. Yeah. In Jesus name. I deserve all Christ deserves. Do you think you deserve it? I have all. I have all Christ has. Mm. So you know what you need to do? Galatians 2.20 Don't frustrate the grace of God. Don't frustrate the grace of God. Don't frustrate the grace of God. He said, I am crucified. I am crucified with Christ. Look at it. I am crucified with Christ. Yesterday we learned it. I am crucified with Christ. It's something you must come to an understanding. There's one thing that every day should come to your mind. I am joined with him. He's the vine. I am the branch. You, You are not joined to the branch to suffer. That is something you must must get here. 
We are not in Christ to suffer. We are in Christ to bear fruit. We are in Christ to bear fruit. That is what John 15 said. Jesus said, I am the sprouting vine. He said, he that is joined with me. He said, he will produce much fruit. Look, he cares. Look at it. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruit branch to yield a greater harvest. Don't, you see, you need to have a change of mind. And this is what you are being trained by the word of God. You are being trained now by the word of God to have a different mind. See, we did not come into Christ to struggle. You are struggling because you are working your own works and you are expecting a merit. Have you seen a branch talk to a vine to say that why are you not producing anything? No, sir. The branch is there enjoying the nutrients, enjoying the water, enjoying everything that the root is bringing up. The word of God is your sunlight that causes the branch to produce fruit. It's called photosynthesis. Have that change of mind. You know people have said, you know when you come into Christ, you struggle small, you go through a little small, and then after some time. Did you see that? Why, why did you see that in the Bible? Why did you see that in the Bible? So now all prayer has become a prayer of struggle. Not prayer of thanksgiving. You thank God less. And you fight more. But the day you see what Jesus, what God sees, you will thank more and fight less. Yeah. I pray, I pray you will understand. Look. He prunes every fruitful branch to yield a great harvest. This is me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm yielding a greater harvest. I'm yielding a greater harvest. Thank you, Jesus. I am yielding a greater harvest. In the name of Jesus, I am joined to the Lord to yield greater harvest. My life is harvesting. Greatness because I'm joined to the Lord. Now, look at it. I am yielding a great harvest not because of what I do, but because of what I am joined to. This is the secret. I, I am yielding a great harvest. Okay, okay, I, I'll show you this one quickly. Go to Galatians 3 5. King James. He therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, does he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You didn't hear that. He that ministereth to you the spirit 
minister to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you. Does he, in other words, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What, what is Paul trying to say here? Now, the word minister right here is the Greek word epikoregio. Okay? From which you know the word koros and kuragus. Do you remember kuragus? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, who is the kuragus? In the ancient times, when a chorus, okay, like a drama team, they are gathering and preparing for a show. There is one person called the Kuragus who supplies everything that is needed by every member of the team. So, their costumes, their food, anything they need, just so that the chorus can be well placed as members to perform. Otherwise, you are looking for one member and it's going to get food. One member is going to look for shirt. One member is going to... So, the Koragus is the one that produces or gives or supplies every need of the members of the team. Can you see this? So he's saying that he therefore that supplies every need to you by the spirit and worketh miracles. He's saying that the God that supplieth all, do you think? And it's from the epicoreagos that you have the word choreography so what he's trying to say is that god who supplies your every movement and placement so he positions you at a place of opportunity he makes you speak at the right time he makes you be present at a place at a particular time by according to his supply of the spirit and worketh miracles amongst you. The Bible is saying that, do you think he does that, your supply? Do you think he does that by the work of the law? The question is, what is the work of the law? The work of the law means that by my merit, by my effort, I deserve this. That's the law. By my effort, I deserve. I told you about it. Effort. Yes, By my works. So he said, "Do you think? The, do you think God does this supply to? He supplies you because you have done something in the house of God, or you have served God, or you have prayed so much. Do you think the supply is to you because you did something? No. He said, "No. He did it by the hearing of faith. What is the hearing of faith?" Believing and receiving. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. 
and sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.